0: Back to the It's Time podcast. I'm Raya, and that is Kaylee. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just gonna like put it out there now that I'm struggling, I'm a little under the weather, and I feel like my brain is really just like not working. Um well, yeah, so <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be a little, a little rough. So I'm just going to say that now, but that's okay. We're going to push through. So today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be more of kind of like a Q&A type format. Um, This episode is literally, it could be for anybody. I mean, it's for anyone who is like millennial Gen Z, who has always been like, oh, I'll never be able to buy a home, an apartment, a condo, whatever it is. Like, I, I'll never be able to buy it. I won't be able to save up it's the economy is shit i understand that because i say the same thing all the time um or if you're someone who wants to buy and you're planning on buying soon and you want to hear from somebody who's literally going through the process right now um that's what we're gonna talk about and i'm gonna be asking kaylee because she is going through it right now you're in the middle of
1: it right? Louis's butthole just oh, so wow. directly in front i'm of getting the camera.
0: a really up close and personal shot of his butt Thank you so much, Louie. Um, so, yeah, Kaylee, you're literally in the thick of it right now. Like, literally today we were talking about this process.
1: I'm in the thick of it.
0: I'm, I'm the in thick the thick of it. it. How has this process been overall? Like, how are you feeling right now?
1: Um, I have the most extraordinary imposter syndrome.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Like. Yeah, I would, too.
1: It just feels like I'm bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, because like, <laughs> and it feels like every time I say it to someone, mm-hmm. they're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Yeah, because, because most people our age. Why would I believe that someone like me is trying to buy? Like,
0: yeah, I don't really know anyone our else age are buying. I don't think. Yeah, yeah.
1: People in education, like.
0: Yeah. I'm like a double whammy. Yeah, that's so true.
1: But it's been an interesting experience it's like very stressful
2: Mm.
1: in a lot of ways most of which come back to my social anxiety because it's like anytime I have a question about something like I have to talk to my realtor I have to talk to my lender and it's like
0: it's a lot of talking sometimes
1: they're not questions that you can just shoot a text for like i need to like schedule a phone call and it's 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 just like a lot lot of talking in a professional setting yeah (laughs) yeah and i actually like i get a lot of phone anxiety like i would so much rather meet with someone in person me too
0: a thousand percent
1: but when you have to talk to them on the phone i don't know it just feels stressful
0: yeah i i could imagine how long how far into this process are you when did you first start the process of looking into buying?
1: Um, Well, I started during quarantine, not in any official capacity. Like I didn't get pre-approved or anything like that, but um, that's when I just started checking Zillow randomly and like figuring out, oh shit, a mortgage is actually cheaper than rent in most cases.
0: Yeah, that's that's wild because most people don't think that
1: yeah yeah which rightfully so shouldn't it be more expensive to own a home mm. than to rent an apartment right I'm not saying we need to make our homes more expensive because dear god holy shit yeah
0: yeah yeah everything just makes everything else cheaper <laughs> right right yeah the renting yes. market is absolutely insane i mean no wonder people have to rent Because they have to save to buy, but as you're renting, you can't save up enough to buy. You can't
1: save to buy.
0: And you're just in this constant. And that's the thing. Yeah.
1: Like, if it wasn't for COVID, I act like there's no way in hell I would be in this position Mm. because I lived with my parents for two whole years post grad. So, I mean, my first teaching salary, well, I fucked around a lot that year. That was like. I was living at home, so. Right. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got money for this, I got yeah, money for yeah. that. Um, but most of my salary, like, went straight into savings. And that would be one of my big rookie mistakes. The finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, I would not recommend that you just put it in, like, a typical savings account. If you know you're going to save a shit ton in a... You know, decently short amount of time, and you know, you're not going to touch it for a little while. Like, there's so many high interest accounts that I could have put that money into.
0: Oh, didn't even think about that. And
1: I could have just made free money.
0: Because, but, because if you have that money and you don't touch it, you can earn off of it. Is that how that works? Exactly. So cool.
1: And yeah, and there are different kinds, like you can commit to not touching it for six months, for a year, for two years. Um, and I could have like not touched it for two, three years. Like the first time I touched it was when I, well, I guess when I bought my car, so maybe not, but, but that's a good, tip, I know, that was like stupid on my end. Like definitely if you know that you're putting a good chunk of change away and you know, you're not going to touch it for at least six months, like put it in a. I don't want to like say the wrong terms. Here's the thing: I'm going through it all right now, but it doesn't mean i professional.
0: <laughs> right. Like right. High yield. You're still like learning as you go, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Like you're experiencing real time. Like a high savings time.
1: account or something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds. Exactly. That sounds right. Um, that
1: sounds. I don't know. Fancy. <laughs> that sounds good. Right.
0: Um, how, what was your process with like, when did you know I am done renting? I want to buy, and like, what was your biggest reason for switching over to the buy?
1: I knew I wanted to buy before I ever rented. Mm -hmm. So again, my circumstances are like kind of weird because most people without a pandemic probably don't spend two years at home right after they graduate college. So I figured out that having a mortgage can actually be cheaper. It does depend. Like if you buy a condo, there's an HOA and like Mm. might have to pay for parking, like stuff like that. But houses, which again, it's funny. Like a house, I would way rather own a house than a right. condo, right? Right. It's actually, cheaper monthly to own a house.
0: That's so interesting. Depending on how
1: expensive that house is, but right. Um. Obviously, if I bought a million dollar house, that wouldn't be cheap monthly. Right. But
0: in I your range, that kind of much, so don't got to yeah. worry about that. In the range you're looking in, that's what you've noticed then with the house versus yeah. condo thing.
1: So. I originally wanted to buy when I was moving out of my parents' house and I talked to a lender just like casually. He didn't run my credit or anything like that. We just kind of crunched the numbers on my salary. And at the time I was working in the lowest paying district in Oregon. (laughs) It's making $39,000 a year. Uh And, um, Student loan payments. They were paused by then, but that still goes into your debt or whatever. And then I just bought a car. So basically what they do is they crunch the numbers on your like income to debt ratio. And based on my income to debt ratio, he was like, okay, we're looking at like 165k. Which I'm not saying that's nothing. in this housing, housing market, like, yeah, that's nothing. I can't buy anything with it. But for someone that was only making $39,000 a year and was making, in theory, $250 student loan payments and a $250 car payment, Mm -hmm. the fact that a bank was willing to give me $165,000, like, hopefully that gives some people some hope. Yeah. I don't know.
0: There's options (laughs) sometimes, hopefully.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people our age are under the impression that they need more money than they actually
0: do. So they don't even, like, really look into it because it's like, why...
1: Yeah, it's really more so the down payment. Like now that I've gone through the experience, like if you have some way that you can swing a down payment, like a generous family member, a loan from a family member, like, I don't know, if you can swing that, you can probably get pre-approved based on your salary because most people make more money than me anyway.
0: Yeah, that's. Such a process.
1: I um, know it's crazy. It's so but much. I don't think I fully answered your question, but basically that was when I knew I wanted to buy. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't buy anything with that money. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll rent for a year or two, keep saving, switch districts, make but some more money. you had like
0: almost like a scheduled time frame on it. And I think that helps too, because instead of being like, oh, I'll rent until I can save up. That's just kind of like this, It could end up being this never ending, like continuously Mm -hmm. renting versus for you. Like you've always been talking about, well, like I've heard you say multiple times. Well, like hopefully by then I'm going to like hopefully buy. And you've always kind of had that in your mind. So it's more so like you're more focused on saving because, you know, I have this much time before I buy.
1: And it becomes more tangible when like I came into renting with a chunk of my down payment already saved because I had just. Right, right, right. Yeah, living. So it yeah. makes it feel more real. Of like, okay, I have this money here. It's like I just need to increase my income. Yeah. So I can get pre-approved for more.
0: Yeah. Did you? Prefer? Do you prefer? Like, are you like? I really want a house, or I really want a condo apartment. Is there something you prefer? And would there be like? Would there ever be a deal breaker? Like if something was a really good deal and you're like, no, I'd rather get a house. I don't even want to even try for that apartment. Or are you open to like anything?
1: Yeah, so the ideal situation, Um, I think I really discovered my, my ideal situation today, actually, because there was a place I found at lunch. Mm. And it was, it was the first time that I was like, oh, this checks like all of the boxes other than the fact that it needs a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. But... As of today, I think my ideal is to buy a house Mm -hmm. that could have some kind of ADU in it, whether that's, like, a basement that could have a separate entrance and I turn into a studio or this particular place, like, I could have turned a garage into a studio. Obviously, I'd love to have a house that has more than one bedroom, but I don't really want a roommate.
0: Yeah. And in the beginning, like, you have time. You can can always transition out of that
1: adu and change yeah, it up Just exactly. money for a so, certain amount of time i um would love to buy a house that i could essentially have to myself more than likely a one bedroom one bathroom because that's what's in my range but then some kind of finished or unfinished basement or garage or something mm-hmm. that i could turn into a place that i could rent because even though the bank says yeah we trust you to pay this much money back to us every month for your mortgage doesn't mean that it would be smart of me to pay that much money on my own.
0: Yeah. And if there's a way do I have it, yes. You can supplement then
1: exactly. Yeah. If there's a way someone can pay a third of my mortgage, yeah. like obviously I'd love to do that. Yeah. But when you're looking and especially in this market, it's like, it's so crazy when you like, I don't know if you, you know, your parents' story of like the first houses they were in, but like my parents bought their first place for twenty eight thousand dollars.
0: Oh my god!
1: And it was off of you can't if buy you a know shack anything about Portland. That? It was like no, you can't. That's not even a down payment no, for like, a shack. <sighs> it's insane, and they bought it at the time. It was like not a safe area. But then by the time they turned around and sold it, like it was a really well-desired area and they made over $300,000 on it because they bought it for $28,000. Their down payment was like $8,000 or something. Oh my God. I know it's crazy. And at that point, like (sighs) the market wasn't so insane that like being pre-approved wasn't really an issue. Mm -hmm. Now in order to like have a realtor, essentially work for you they want you to be pre-approved which means you've talked to a lender they've crunched the numbers they figured out what they'd be willing to lend you because the market's just so wild it's not worth a realtor's time to be showing you places if they don't have a guarantee Mm -hmm. that you can afford that place
0: um can you describe like a lender and what the process is of like communicating with that person and like what your experiences was, your experience was. Yeah.
1: So the lender is basically the person that crunches the numbers on your income to debt and figures out how they can shuffle around the money you have to make it like worth your buck basically. So like the way my lender shuffled things around for me is I have enough money for 20% down on a place, which that's the norm is you put 20% down. Mm -hmm. Um, But then that takes what I like the actual cost of the house of what I can afford go way down because of my income to debt ratio. Like, because I have unfortunately student loans that I'm not paying and haven't paid for multiple years, but haven't been forgiven yet. So that gets put into the situation. And then I have, I like $10,000 left on my car or something like that. So she shuffled things around and was like, okay, if we put 15% down instead you'll have to pay mortgage insurance if you pay less than if you put less than 20% down you now have to buy mortgage insurance which is basically just the bank's way of saving their own ass if you can't make your payment right um but now that means i can pre approve you for this number and what we'll do is when you write an offer we'll say that some of that money that would have gone towards my 20% down which is now 15% down Instead of it going towards the down payment, it'll go towards paying off my car. Mm. So that would be like written in my offer. I'm still spending the same amount of money, but it's going towards a different thing, which lowers my income to debt ratio, which means I can spend more money a month. If that makes any sense, because it doesn't fully make sense to me. It
0: does, but at the same time, it's like just numbers and it's like, what, but...
1: How so, is yeah, when lender... you're not even working with like a theoretical number, you know, yeah, but I found my lender through a credit union, it used to be the Portland Teachers Credit Union, and okay. I'm a teacher, so so it's not necessarily it connected, connected to your well. bank, then no, it doesn't have to be connected to your bank, okay, like, and you want a good lender mm-hmm. like someone that knows what they're doing so like at first I was going to go through the person that my realtor works with a good comparison would be like Ryan's dad works in cars so like your dad has like financing companies mm-hmm. that he works with more commonly right yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. when he gets someone like me coming in to buy a car from him mm-hmm. maybe I'm not that lender's ideal client but your dad can go, hey, I gave you this, this, and this business. I can you know, vouch for this girl. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Yeah. So then they can kind of pull favors in that
0: way. That makes sense. Yeah. Business stuff.
1: Yeah. So if you go through someone that your realtor knows, they can kind of play that game. Okay. I didn't do that. I just found someone that I didn't find intimidating Like, the guy through my realtor was, like, an old white man, and I found him scary, and I didn't like talking to him. So I went online, and I found people's headshots, and I was like, you, you look nice. (laughs) Woman. (laughs) And that was who I met with, and she's super cool. How
0: did you find your realtor?
1: Uh, My realtor is an old family friend, so that one was easy. I would imagine that would be, like, a really frustrating search
0: do you know like do you know what the process is for people that don't have that connection like how do you even begin to find a realtor
1: you could like go to open houses Mm -hmm. and meet realtors that are representing places um you can find realtors online Mm -hmm. but i think like within this business and very similar to like the comparison i made of the car business like it would be way more beneficial of you to go through someone that you have some kind of connection. Yeah. Like, Hey, I know Joe rad. He's not going to rip you off. Cause I know him. Yeah. You yeah, know, Yeah, totally. Whereas totally. like, Hey, this realtor represent me. They're super great. Like we can all vouch for each other. Yeah. So I had multiple people, um, that I, that knew that I was looking that were, almost like shoving their realtors down my throat and their lenders down my throat. Do mine, do mine. Mine's the best. Mine's the best. And I've already had one, but I would think that would be the best route to go.
0: Okay. What's um, the most important thing on your list when looking for a place? What's your like must have or your
1: necessity? Yeah. So it's hard because in my range, I'm never going to get a place that checks
2: all of my boxes
1: Mm -hmm. Like, unless you've got big money. Mm -hmm. You're
0: going to have to sacrifice something.
1: Yeah, you have to sacrifice something. So, like I said, I figured out today that my ideal would be a house with some kind of separate entrance that I could rent out. Mm -hmm. That's my ideal. So, because that's my ideal, I'm willing to go, like, a little further out of Portland proper. Or, like, a little further from the areas that I'd really like to be in. Mm -hmm. What's hard about being young and buying, especially when you're only talking to older people about the experience, is they're, like, move to... Sorry, if you don't live here, this isn't going to mean anything to you. (laughs) But, like, move to Tigard. Move to Sherwood. Move to, like... they're She's essentially saying, like, the the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. Move to the burbs. Move out of the city. And... Because older Could.
0: people are willing to they're like, we don't care about nightlife, we don't care about the social scene, like exactly. We don't mind I want to be in a far good school away. district
1: mm-hmm. and like I yeah. want the I don't want it to be a busy street. I want my kids to be able to play outside, you know? Yeah. All of those yeah. totally understandable things. Right. I'm not in that place in my life. And yeah. that would actually be very secluding is yeah. like, okay, I move further out of the city and I get way more for my money. But if I want to go to a like bar or a basketball game or whatever it is like am i ubering there am i finding a ride back am i staying at someone's house am i like yeah it's a whole process <laughs> and it's never simple for someone to just come by real quick and hang out like yeah i'm a trek it's an yeah. event to yeah. come see me and that's not what i want so mm-hmm. that's our that's like something on my blacklist mm-hmm. location unless See, everything's like a give and take. Yeah. So there's one place that's like 15, 20 minutes out of town Uh that is in my range that's three bedrooms and two and a half baths. That's like unheard of. Yeah. For what I'm pre-approved for. That would be a really smart investment. So, So would I be more willing to do that? Right. Sure. But it's not my ideal. Right. I really want to be like walkable to a fun like popular street lots of restaurants and bars lots of people my age but if that's like an absolute must have then i'm definitely in a condo yeah and then if you're in a condo you probably have an hoa and an hoa makes your monthly payment more expensive and Street parking and not street parking, like there's right. all these variables, which I think that's the most stressful, thing, yeah, I could imagine is there's no cut and dry scenario you right. have to decide like, okay, am I willing to make these sacrifices for this place? yeah, that's what's hard about not having a lot of money,
0: yeah, oh my God, do you have any do you have any money saving tips that you've learned or? anything that you do that's helped you
1: don't (laughs) rent don't (laughs) rent
0: um literally like
1: as best you can even if you don't have a lot of money saved because here's the deal that's the most impossible part and i'm just being completely honest like have i done a great job of saving money on my own absolutely has that mostly been circumstantial because i lived through a pandemic absolutely but I am not in a position to buy without the help from my grandparents. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, like, have done the rental thing. They hate that I'm spending money on rent. And they're at a point in their life where they're like, Kaylee, we can't take this money to the grave. So, yeah, like, we want to help you. Right. Saving isn't, like, what's going to get you a place unless you're making way more money than I am right
0: but we're talking like, about yeah
1: people I don't that make have a lot money. of expendable income mm-hmm. I now that I'm paying rent I save somewhere between like five hundred and a thousand a month and that's coming from a girl who's not particularly social on the weekends so I'm not spending a lot of money on drinks and you're good I about
0: like eat. not just going out and spending money casually like you're good about that
1: Yeah, I feel like I've always been a saver. Yeah. So that's just kind of, I don't know, a part of my personality.
0: You're not even the type of person, like for me, it'd be like, oh my God, I need to stop like ordering food, for example, or something like that doesn't seem to be like, yeah, you're pretty good about that type of thing.
1: Yeah. I almost never eat out unless it's like a social thing Mm -hmm. to the point where I feel guilty if I do. Yeah. (laughs) But I think if I could give any like tangible tips on saving money. It would be keep yourself out of debt as much as you can. Mm. Cause when you do look into buying, like that's what's gonna affect you more than anything else. Like just keep yourself out of debt, pay off your credit cards. Don't buy a brand new car. Like I was really happy I bought my brand new car. I wasn't planning on doing that three years ago. I was gonna buy something used. And now I'm kind of feeling the consequences of wow, wish I would have just bought that $13,000 cute little used car instead of a brand new one. Oh, interesting. So keep yourself out of debt, but then things like try not to eat out a lot. Yeah. And sitting down like on every Sunday I sit down and plan like what I'm going to have for dinner. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't work from home. So I have to pack, I just make leftovers of my dinner. So I don't have to worry about really any other meals. Um, and then I grocery shop based on that list. So that helps me not just, like... Yeah, that's a good one. Buy random stuff or, like, just pick up whatever sounds good. Like, I know what I'm going into the grocery store for and I know what I'm going to make from it. Yeah. I think that helps me save money. Um, I don't know. Yeah, don't spend a lot of money on alcohol and yeah. food.
0: It's, like, the the alcohol eating out. Like, that's, I feel like, where a lot of people could save like could pull a lot more than and it's hard because those things
1: are also very social
0: yeah and it's too like oh i i went out and i oh i only spent like 25 dollars, but then how much are you doing that a month Mm -hmm. or like you know and then it adds up and i think a lot of people don't or like i had a few drinks out whatever but yeah it adds up and that could be money that you're saving but at the same time like you want to live and like go have fun and do those things so it's so hard
1: yeah you have to to have that balance. balance I do think what's actually been really helpful to me the last, I don't know, nine months or however long since I've had this credit card Um, is I pay my credit card off weekly and I put literally anything I possibly can on my credit card. So that means when I go to pay it on Sunday, I know exactly how much money I spent that week.
0: Well, that will do so. So I can,
1: yeah, I can kind of see like, okay, this was kind of a big spending week for me. I need to rein it in next week. Or, you know, like I'm, I feel like now I have kind of an established range of what's the norm. Yeah. When I stray from that, I'm like, oh, I can put some extra money in my savings or you need to chill out.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's actually so smart for a lot of people because if you're like me, I'm like, I don't want to look. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't want to look at my bank account. Oh, when
1: I know it's bad, <laughs> you know? I don't want to look. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if I was more con- like if I constantly was like on it, then I would definitely be more aware of spending because you're forced to be. You're like, if if you make it a part of your weekly routine, I have to check everything or like pay off the card. Then you have yeah. to be aware of your money spending. And I definitely am like, D- when do I have to pay off my shit? And then I wait and I don't even want to like look yeah. at it because it's just stressful. And I get, like, trust me, I understand how that's stressful, but you can switch that around, I think, by doing stuff like that.
1: That's yeah. Cool. Good advice. And yeah. that wasn't even, like, my intention behind paying it off weekly. Mm-hmm. It was really just, I don't want to pay interest on whatever's on my credit card, and I want to get as many airline points as possible. So that's yeah. why I
0: started yeah, get like it off Yeah, but... get a card that has benefits. Like, you can definitely... Um...
1: You can get a cash back card. Yeah, like, I don't...
0: What's the card we got? I don't even think the yearly fee is, like... Is there even a yearly fee?
1: Yeah, it's, like, 160-something, I think. But I don't
0: think it's, like, not that bad if you're on it and, like, take advantage of the benefits and, yeah. Get the points that you can. I think that's a really smart thing to do. And you're building up your credit as long as you're paying off your stuff and being smart about it. You can build up credit.
1: Yeah. Something that doesn't work for me is and I tried this earlier this year, is like trying to come up with a budget. Like, okay, I'm going to aim to put this much money in a travel fund at the end of month. I'm going to aim to put this much money in my savings. Mm -hmm. I'm going to aim to like spend this much on like fun or social things and nothing more. Like I stopped looking at that three days later. It was not helpful to me in any way. So you just kind of have to figure out what works for you. Yeah,
0: figure out what works for you and implement it um speaking of credit score is there like a range that they've said to you or that you maybe have heard that's like you cannot have below this if you want to buy
1: I don't know about like a hard stop Mm -hmm. red flag credit score Mm -hmm. um but I do know that the lower your credit score is the higher risk you are to the bank and the less they're willing to lend you. you. So, like, I have a really good credit score, which means a bank is willing to lend me Mm -hmm. more money. Mm -hmm. And if you're someone that knows nothing about credit, here's the fucking deal. I'll tell you right now, because it's fucking stupid as shit. It's so incredibly American. It's all fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is borrow these people's money and prove to them that you can pay it off. Right. That's okay. all they want. And the more you borrow their money and show that you can pay it off, the more fake money they're going to give you. Fake money facts. And don't take advantage of it all. If you have a $12,000 credit card li- limit, don't spend fucking $12,000 <laughs> unless you, you have like 50,000 your credit your- Spending low <laughs> and you want to pay it off consistently. Right. So, something like using your credit card all the time and paying it off at the end of the week or the end of every two weeks is really, really good for your credit. The other thing that matters is how long you've had your credit like line going. So my oldest line of credit is my student loans because I didn't have a credit card before I went to college. So my student loans were the first time I borrowed money from anyone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which means my oldest line of credit is only like seven years old or something like that which is not ideal that's the only part of my credit score that they're like this could be better Mm. at the moment so the sooner you can have a credit card or get some kind of loan and the more consistently you can pay it off like you're gonna have good credit it's not hard
0: yeah like when you break it down these things are simple um it's just like our society is
1: it's just a stupid concept so it's hard to comprehend right
0: (laughs) and it yeah it's so frustrating um oh i got like a hot flash oh, <laughs> like, oh my god i'm sweating now breathe breathe <laughs> i like the i got the boob sweat going on
1: oh there's nothing worse than yeah, that
0: i'll just embrace it um yeah it's not fun being a girl is hard um <laughs> do you have any good questions that you should always ask when looking at a house or looking at a property or something
1: see that's the shit i don't know yet and mm-hmm. i fully rely on my parents for like what do i ask
0: yeah <laughs> yeah totally. yeah
1: and maybe your parents don't own a home like reach out to anyone you know that does mm-hmm. more than likely they'll be like more than willing to give you your advice yeah lord knows i'm getting way too much advice from way too many people right now if you know a lot of people that are homeowners maybe don't tell them you're house hunting because everybody's got something to say everyone wants
0: yeah maybe even like i'm sure you can probably google like good questions to ask when looking at oh, a home I'm sure. and i'm sure there's like you could probably get a shit ton of like important things maybe something you haven't thought about um yeah
1: some yeah. that i know for sure they're i mean i think they're a little bit more on the obvious side mm-hmm. but like safety around the place you're looking those that's also information you can find online or like um what's the parking situation like mm-hmm. if i look at places downtown i'm like oh a monthly payment of blah 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 i can afford that and then i'm like oh street parking i can't i'm not doing that no that would be so hell. how much am i gonna spend on parking a month 200 300 i don't know right um if you're in a condo or somewhere that has an hoa like what is that hoa payment going towards an hoa is a homeowner's association so like are they paying for your trash for your water for your electricity are they paying for those things and you have a pool and they pay for like outdoor upkeep like you want to know what that money's going towards um i don't know those are like the the main ones i can think of everything else i really rely on my parents, yeah <laughs> point out for me,
0: yeah, I feel like I'd be like, I don't even know where to start with the questions um do you have to get an as in- an inspection a part of this process as well like does that cost yeah. you money
1: it okay, yeah, that was the today's the first time that that concept has come up for me because I always thought you have to get an inspection before your offer can go through. Basically because the bank wants to save their ass. If you buy a place, it's a money pit, they want to know because then you're not going to be able to pay them back, right? Yeah. So you have to get an inspection. And I thought that was part of the closing costs. But for the first time today, I was looking at this place and was like, okay, well, what if this place doesn't pass an inspection? And now I no longer want to make an offer. How's that money coming out? Like of my pocket? How much does that cost? Depends on how big the place is. But it does come directly out of your pocket unless you make an offer on that place and then it's just tacked on to all of the money that you're spending.
0: Okay, so you do an inspection, you don't end up putting an offer, that's just money that you lose.
1: If you don't buy the place, it does come directly out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. It depends on the place and who your inspector is and all of those things, like how much that's going to cost. This is a complete estimate that my mom made today she was like that house I was looking at the one I sent you earlier mm-hmm. it's like a one bed one bath 700 something square foot she guessed that that would be like 500 to 600 dollars for an inspection
0: that's just so wild that y- you have to do that because I know isn't that shouldn't that crazy? it crazy like the person selling it should be able to like here I think it should be
1: inspected before you're allowed to put it on the market yeah or like, something
0: like what if What if you find, like, a crazy amount of, like, mold or something, like, a really bad problem that... Mold, asbestos. Yeah, like, there could be so many things. The foundation has a crack. The roof has dry rot. Like, there's so many huge problems. That was a big issue for my parents with their recent buy because they did an inspection, and then there was, like, some issues with that inspection, how to do another inspection, and they found this huge issue that cost. So much money, so they're like really upset because the oh, turns shit. out like yeah, the sewer, right? Yeah. So the or not the, su- the whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. But the previous owners like knew about the issue and had history with it, but they kept it hush and like because they wanted to sell the house. Yeah. So like, that's fucked up. It's like buffed. you can get played by these people selling a house. Like they could try to like get something like, you know snuck around and then you're like screwed and then you have this house or you paid this money for an inspection or if you get the house then you have all this money to deal with this issue that you didn't know like that's just that's not fair exactly that's not nice it's not fair
1: (laughs) but at the end of the day like i'll cough up the money up front Mm -hmm. to make sure that i'm not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a place that's the
0: thing is like that has a huge problem you're gonna have to do it like you can't not yeah um
1: yeah it's not an option
0: is it an option though? It's or is it like required? In
1: certain circumstances, it is. Like, again, I'm not a I'm clearly very fucking new to this. <laughs> I don't fully really know what's going on. I think if you go through a bank for your financing, you have to have an inspection because the bank wants a guarantee that you're not buying a shithole. But right. their Runny. money's not going towards a shithole. If you were to buy in cash, if you, like, I don't know, just had all that money up front, I would imagine there would be no one that was twisting your arm saying you have to do this. Yeah. It just would be not smart.
0: Can you imagine being like, yeah, um, I'm going to buy this house in cash, Absolutely the fuck not. And when I was and little... the thing I found out about this
1: place I saw today. I found this place while I was on my lunch break, and I got really excited about it and was a horrible teacher the rest of the afternoon because I was looking into this place. You were
0: so focused on that.
1: <laughs> I was so focused. Um, and I texted my realtor right away and was like, hey, here's the RMLS number. I really want to go see this place. And she wasn't responding, and she wasn't responding, and she wasn't responding, and I was really hoping that we were going to be able to go see it after school because in this market, if a house... A condo might stay on the market for a while, but a house in my range, like that shit could be pending by the end of the day. So I was like, I want to be the first person to see this place. And she wasn't getting back to me. So I drove there just to look at the outside after school anyway. And then she got back to me when I got home and they want all cash or a rehab loan. I don't really know what a rehab loan is, but I know that I don't qualify for one. All cash meaning like, is that? Is that they want common? A cash offer, or they want a certain kind of financing that I don't have. Interesting. It's basically a way, their way of saying this place needs a lot of work, uh-huh. so you need like to pay cash, or you need to have this specific kind of loan. That's all about rehabbing a place.
0: Interesting. When I was younger, if I heard someone say, "I'm paying for this house in cash," I thought they literally had like a million dollars in cash. I did too. Like walking up with a briefcase full of cash and they paid for the house like that i literally thought that's what it meant i literally thought that too <laughs> I'm like oh you need to clarify that i was so confused on how people had that much cash just like do you go to the
1: bank I, and yes, ask for 800 like, the process of like how much warning do you have to give a bank yeah like hey in a week i'm gonna come in and ask for three hundred thousand dollars cash like, like you've they have that. to figure it
0: out you need to like, get the cash <laughs> because banks don't have like that much money i'm assuming
1: no i don't know how much they have i feel like it's a safety thing you can't have that much money they wouldn't have like millions on the property because that would be so
0: that would be a safety hazard oh my god i would not want to work at a bank i'd be paranoid all the time
1: but then where's all the other money left where's the theoretical money it's just not real all the money is fake anyway because any money that you put in a bank it's not actually just sitting there the bank is spending that money right on something else and they're just guaranteeing you that when you want your money back they'll make sure that you have your money
0: and this has been an issue lately that has been going on i don't remember the bank but i think in Northern. they're California. going bankrupt yeah and all these people are like trying to get their cash out from the banks because like they, they can't give them their money that they have That's
1: fucking terrifying can you imagine, can you imagine? like and no i have, have this money
0: and they're like no sorry what are you gonna do
1: file a lawsuit they're already bankrupt yeah
0: like we could literally can't do shit like that's so
1: scary it's terrifying that that can happen maybe i should keep all of my shit in cash
0: (laughs) bury it where do i hide that underground (laughs) in your backyard it's like fucking ron swanson if anyone watches parks and rec you get it but um let me see i feel like we should wrap because this is a lot of information anyway so I feel like yeah. someone who's going through the process is probably, like, taking notes or something. Oh, like, oh, shit, <laughs> fuck. I'm <Hands> getting tired. <laughs> um, so let's just end on, like, do you have any, like, random tips or advice for anyone going through it? Or if not, that's fine, too.
1: <laughs> I'm only familiar with a post-COVID high interest rate well not historically but for what it's been in the last three years Mm -hmm. donald trump was the president for four years real estate market (laughs) that's all i'm familiar with because that's all i've ever experienced right so essentially everything is really fucking competitive Mm -hmm. right now like if you find something in a low range it's going to go quickly. So like my biggest advice when a real estate agent can help you in this again, it's like all about their connections and who they know and what's on the market and is it in your range and all of those things, your real estate agent might know places before they're posted online, mm-hmm. but get on literally every realty site and save a search. Like I drew an outline on the map of Portland yeah, of all the, The surface area I would be willing to live in, put a cap of how much money I can spend in total, how much money I can spend monthly, what I'm looking for, and I just, like, save that search and I get email notifications every morning and anytime something new pops up, I notification yeah you have to know right away like i wake up at six fifteen, and the first thing i do is check fucking that is Zorro. so
0: stressful because if it was me i i would get obsessed with the place so quick and then be so upset
1: yeah i didn't get it
0: and me, chances that's how are today. chances are wouldn't you say that the first place you fall in love with chances are you probably won't end up at that place like what are the chances that the first place you want you get
1: i feel like they're pretty slim yeah but i also made the mistake of like again in this market You really can't do shit unless you're pre-approved. So I've been seriously looking for months but haven't been pre-approved. So, of course, there's things, and it wouldn't have made sense for me to buy months ago anyway. I'm still, like, under a lease.
2: Right. But
1: there have been things that I've fallen in love with. Right. And couldn't even fucking reach out to a realtor and set up a tour because I'm not pre-approved.
0: Okay. So that would be another thing then, like, get pre-approved kind of early on If you're
1: actively looking like seriously you want to be moving within months get pre-approved right away that's good to know like that should be the very first thing
0: that's good to know because yeah if you you have only a certain amount of time but then you're like oh shit now i have to go get pre-approved before i can even like
1: do this and and then fall in love with something and you're not pre-approved and you take i mean getting pre-approved could be a fast process depending on your lender if they're, like, super busy or what or how complicated your situation is. Mm -hmm. Basically, like, by the time I stopped procrastinating it and, like, let her run my credit and, like, do the damn thing, gave her my W-2s and all that shit, we had a soft number by the end of my meeting, which was a half hour long, and then she continued to crunch numbers. It happened to be a Friday, so over the weekend, and I didn't have a legit finalized pre-approval until monday okay if you're with someone that has more time or you don't do it on a friday night like yeah. it like it could on probably be a one-day thing but who knows that right. one day someone else could have snatched up your place yeah
0: oh that's it's so competitive and scary um i want to ask this over really quick before we end because i'm curious about it what is the like realtor fee like what is that like? Because, like, people always talk about realtors and, I'm like, wait, but you have to, like, pay for those people as well. Like, they're doing yeah. a job for you.
1: What's crazy, though, is so I'm still learning about this because I haven't actually bought a place. So I n- haven't gotten to this actual step yet. Yeah. But it's all on the back end, which is why real estate agents work so fucking hard because if they're not the one that gets you into the place, <sighs> they don't get paid. I don't know if I could do that. Which also is kind of a hack. You can have multiple real estate agents, Mm. but you're only paying the one that represents you on the house that you actually buy. So I could have four real estate agents looking for me right now and showing me places, but the only person that's going to get paid is the one that shows me the house that I buy.
0: And that's like when you're watching the show, the shows like Selling Sunset. It's like they get a commission of exactly. the total price of what you pay. Is that what it is? Right? Yeah.
1: So it all like comes in your closing costs, which is another thing is you could let's say you get pre-approved for, I don't know, I'll just make it up like $300,000. Mm-hmm. But you also need to be able to afford the closing costs. So, okay, I have a 20% down payment. That's $60,000. You've pre-approved me for $300,000, but I I don't have any extra money. I've spent all of my savings on that $60,000 and my monthly is going towards that three hundred dollars Now I have to be pre-approved for less because I have to have money left over to cover my closing costs, which is like the real estate agent and the, I don't know, other shit that I don't know. Yeah. It's like another... Depending on how expensive your place is, another seven, eight, ten thousand dollars. More than that, I don't know. That, that's I'm just picking numbers from you know my range. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because for people that are doing like, because what is the uh, do you know like the average percentage? Is it like
1: f- five of what the real estate agent gets? Yeah, most of the stuff I see on Zillow is like two point five, three point five. Okay. I'm yeah. like, I
0: think of when I watched Selling Sunset and they're like, it's like a $15 million house and they make like 5% commission. It's
1: like, that's insane. That's what <laughs> adds up when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And like, Can you imagine? I'm
0: like, no wonder they do that. I would be a real estate agent too if I could do that level of like... Oh
1: my God, yeah.
0: Real estate. One
1: house in a year and you're sick. Yeah, that's insane.
0: Um, wow, that's a lot of information.
1: And I feel that's like a there's a lot more, but... And there's a lot more I don't understand and don't quote me on any of this because I'm new. Yeah, but I think it's, I
0: think what's nice is like, again, like we were saying in the beginning, like I don't hear about this from anyone else our age. Like anytime I've talked, I feel like I'm, like you said, imposter syndrome. Like I still feel like I'm a kid and like I'm stupid and don't understand anything. And like that's for adults, even though we are adults. And it's just, I think it's nice for people to hear like people our age are doing it. It's not like it's completely hopeless. Yeah. Um, because we always talk about how it's hopeless to buy. Um. But it's definitely something that I've, I've like over the past year or two, I've thought more about because of yeah. once you are renting for a few years, you're like, oh, my God, how yeah, much more money am, am I throwing
1: away? How much money you've spent on rent? It's yeah. ridiculous.
0: It's it's insane. So and you think about, OK, if I put all that rental money together, like what could I you probably have a you have a down payment. So
1: yeah yeah it's not that easy obviously um it's not that easy i will say i make less money than most people so i'm not in a lot of debt but i don't make a lot of money if you're someone that makes a decent living and doesn't have ridiculous amounts of debt like you can probably get pre-approved for an amount that can buy you a home yeah yeah what kind of home that is? I can't, I can't guarantee you. And it,
0: it depends on where you live as well. Because if you live yeah. in LA, it's I'm so sorry.
1: Down payment. <laughs> like I'm to. I know I'm so privileged that someone is helping me with mine because it's it's not an option otherwise. But if you have anyone in your life that could assist you with a down payment, like take advantage of that. It's worth it. Even if it's like it's a private loan between the two of you, you know, like, okay, you're paying them a certain percentage every month back, like whatever it is, because it's going to be the down payment that stops you more than likely.
0: Yeah. You can do it. I believe in you. I'm like talking to myself, like, but the thing is for me, I will not even think about buying until I'm not in LA anymore. (laughs)
2: Like I
0: can't be in LA. (laughs) It's just like, Y'all, like not even. Sometimes I, in my neighborhood, drive around and I'm, I'm like, "How did you afford this shit?" Because Sergey and I were on a walk once, and there was a house. Wait, was it with Sergey or were you? Was it with you? Were we on a walk in my neighborhood and we saw a house for sale? Was that not you? Yes. Yeah. I think it yeah, was. That was me. And it was like, yeah, because you ran across the street to grab the the flyer. The flyer yeah. And I, I don't recall all the specs of it, but. I think we were both like guessing how much would it be like how much would we think it would be it was like six million more than we thought it would be
1: yeah and it wasn't even anything special like there's some really great houses right in your head but this was just like a single floor ranch house i think it had like i don't know a few bedrooms three bedrooms be like a thousand
0: something square feet maybe yeah dollars yeah like millions up there um so i'm if you (laughs) i mean that's the thing is it's like give or take if the if living in a place like la or manhattan is the most important thing to you then you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot but if you're willing to live in other places and buying is more important it's just like you have to weigh. Uh,
1: yeah i wish i wanted to live in fucking iowa or something yeah
0: just like live in the midwest somewhere you could do a lot (laughs) um but the west coast is amazing and we love it and that's the thing with the west coast is it's expensive over here it just is is. I guess the coasts are really kind of in the more money area and then the closer in the middle you get the cheaper it is type of thing at least it feels that way I don't I it's not like I know the numbers of course there are some places that aren't like Colorado right It's not on a coast but yeah it's gonna cost you some it's gonna be yeah but yeah thank you Kaylee for sharing some of your wisdom today if I said anything stupid, if you know what
1: you're talking about, and I said something wrong, please, dear God, DM me on Instagram and tell me what I don't know. Because
0: yeah, let her know if you I don't know, have any, like, a lot advice, of things. If you've done this before, let her know. Um, Help us out. Well, yeah, and yeah, you'll probably hear updates um, in in the coming episodes about her journey because she's as we said literally like it's happening we were talking about it
1: today Um, ideally I'm making an offer on something in the next two months uh, so
0: hopefully we'll be able to like come back in a few months from now and you'll be like be able to do a little I'm an expert now on some things like here's the rundown
1: now that I've done the whole process (laughs) yeah Mariah doesn't know this yet but when I buy my place and it inevitably needs a shit ton of work I'm making her come up here. <laughs> I'm gonna go eating your pizza and beer, and we'll oh. make cute talks of us fixing my place up. <laughs> but that
0: sounds so fun. That was my favorite. Like those are my favorite. TikToks I know. I to can watch. already
1: picture you in your like paint overalls. covered shirt with your little bandana and I'm, in your am I'm outfit.
0: imagining myself in overalls, like full like paint on me. Like I, yeah. that's so fun. My favorite part about like moving or doing like painting or whatever is like you always have pizza and beer, <laughs> and it's like such yeah. a little like fun social thing. Um oh yeah, don't worry, I'll be there. I'll be there. Woohoo. Um, thank you for listening. Anything else? I feel like we that was a lot of info and in that it time. was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Um if you're stressed out now, it's okay. Take a deep breath. Everything <laughs> will be fine.
1: <laughs> you okay. You I'm not okay. Go listen to the episode on, I don't know, like how to romanticize your life or something. Take a little
0: chill. Yeah, go listen to our smoke session. Just chill with us or something. Um,
1: Ooh, that's
0: a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you for listening to the It's Time Podcast. I'm Mariah. That is Kaylee. New episodes every Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Bye. (laughs)